0: Welcome to Admit It! Your go-to source for college planning and admissions strategies.
1: Hosted by me, Molly Manette. I'm the Director of College Admissions at College Dream Builder.
0: And me, Terry Rumelt Jr., owner of College Dream Builder and Pinnacle Partners Financial Group.
1: Students, it is our mission to provide you with tips and insight on how to get into your dream school.
0: And parents, here's how to do it without breaking the bank or sacrificing your retirement.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Admit It. Thanks for tuning in. I am one of your hosts, Molly Manette, the Director of Admissions here at College Dream Builder.
0: And I am the other host, Terry Rummelt Jr., President of uh, College Dream Builder and uh, Pinnacle Partners Financial Group.
1: And, and with this us week,
0: today, we have our guest.
1: Yeah, we have a great guest with us today, Hope Santos, our Director of Financial Aid here you all. were introduced to Hope several weeks ago. She's back this week to talk about uh, coronavirus and how it's impacting financial aid. We've talked a little bit about how it's impacted um, admissions and students, but kind of taking a different approach with it today and how parents should be navigating the process specifically as it relates to financial aid. So Hope, thanks for joining us this week. We're we're excited that you're here.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Um, so like I said, we're just looking to get a little bit more information or share with our listeners what the current situation is right now as it relates to financial aid and and the impact that coronavirus is having on that can you just fill us in tell us a little bit about what's what's going on in the world of financial aid right now
2: absolutely um as many people already know there's a lot of things happening um, that are probably taking over their lives (laughs) um for the most part um whether that's with the students um, having to move home as uh college campuses are closed and doing online classes um many parents are experiencing unemployment or lesser hours or just the challenges of working from home um, and what that means for their family life uh, so it's really an uncertain time um but there is a lot happening um, with the federal government, the federal aid package overall, the, the CARES Act, um, there is a lot happening already um, to kind of relieve that situation for families. So that's good news.
1: Okay. Um, so you talk about, you say it was the CARE Act. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is?
2: Yeah. So that's... Um, if you haven't heard about it in the news, that's kind of the, the big stimulus package that Congress passed. Um, I believe it was last week. Um, it's already going into effect. Um, some people know already that they'll be receiving their stimulus paychecks. That Those should start next week. Um, so that's part of it. Uh, there's also a huge section that's been reserved for colleges and universities, which is great news. Yeah. And there are <clears throat> separate um sort of guidelines that are in place for actual federal excuse me federal student aid um the federal direct loans and those programs
0: okay
1: mm-hmm. um yeah, so so that that section or that um, that part of this that's designated for the colleges, what does that look like then? What what type of relief are they getting? Um, how are they really being impacted by this?
2: Yeah, so I'm not an expert on the nitty gritty details necessarily. I know that I believe it was um, seven billion dollars. That are that's being allocated for colleges and universities to use for emergency aid for families. Um, I know that also colleges are able to um, offer additional scholarships. I've already seen that with some of our students um, just across the board. They're offering scholarships to um, first-time students, just as like an added bonus. So that's potentially part of that. Um, The other thing is the refunds for uh, room and board right now. If um, students had to move home for the spring semester, uh, many are able to get some sort of refund for room and board. And that's potentially part of that as well. Um, And the remainder uh, should be available to use for the college's discretion. Um, And we're hoping that is translated into more grants and scholarships for financial aid
1: yes yes absolutely yeah you mentioned the additional scholarships i know you know local shout out here at grand valley did that where they they were giving yeah a lot of michigan students an additional scholarship i know terry really happy about that he's a laker so kind of special special shout out we we appreciate what grand valley is doing for their their michigan students So, so yeah, you know, students, and I guess specifically parents now, parents who are finding themselves in this situation where perhaps they're out of a job or their income has taken a hit, what is next for them? How do they go about navigating this?
2: Yeah, so um, there are a couple of different things they can take advantage of now. Um, I did already mention, you know, maybe a refund on room and board. There are additional things specifically for financial aid um, funding, like the federal student loans. Um, There are multiple things happening with those right now. The federal interest has been waived automatically for six months. So if you're a parent paying on those college loans, either for yourself or for an older student that's graduated, you'll notice that your account has changed. interest has been waived, you may not even have payments due uh, for six months and that's just happened automatically. Um, So that's really great news for uh, student loans, the federal student loans. Additionally, any of the Pell Grants or federal student loans that were used for spring semester do not count against a student's lifetime limit. So every student has a limit of aid that they can take out over the course of their college career and the spring semester does not count towards that so that's great news as well
0: that is good news what a uh, what is the limit the lifetime limit for a student How, what's so, the amount
2: yeah currently for an undergraduate student it's thirty one thousand five hundred dollars so that would that's be, only
0: for, that's only for the federal aid right
2: that's right, yes, the federal student loans, federal direct student loans.
0: Interesting. I bet you that's a point that most people don't think about or even consider when they're applying for uh, financial aid.
2: Because those yeah. are really the best
0: type of they aren't they?
2: They are. Those um, you know, tend to have the lowest interest rates. Um, and I was gonna mention that too, for applying for those next year, those interest rates should be a lot lower. That'll be another great thing we'll see come out of this is um, applying for those new loans, the interest rates will be different this year. Um, so that's something to consider that will probably not affect you you know, until next year. You might not even realize it until a student has graduated, but they can apply for essentially the full amount of aid that they need for next school year, which is great.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. <clears throat> yeah. So, right, other, so. Go ahead, Valen.
1: Yeah. So you know, it, kind of looking at all of this and being in that situation where you've taken a hit, or you are one of those families who have added expenses or you know loss of income. We one of the things that we do before, and you may have talked about this in a previous episode, is appeals. Um, is that something you think that families are going to be able to do this fall or even, I guess, right now, you know, is is appealing to the college using this situation um, to request more aid or an adjustment in aid? Is that something that that is an option for families?
2: Yes, absolutely. That is always an option. And um, in, in general, loss of job um, is considered, you know, part of the special circumstance. Um, categories for every college. So I I actually spoke with a family last week and was saying, you know, typically we look at, we want to look at about a seven to ten percent loss of overall income before we submit an appeal because, you know, if a family is just unemployed for two weeks and then finds another job and is able to pretty much pick back up, then that really doesn't qualify as a special circumstance. But I do think this is a unique situation because, um, you know, parents could be laid off and you have no idea how long that layoff is going to last. You have no opportunity to look for work right now, Um, and you're pretty much guaranteed that's going to be, you know, six to eight weeks at a minimum, um, if not permanent. So I would encourage families to submit an appeal. Um, our clients, obviously, we help them through that entire process. But even if they've only been laid off for a week or two, we know it's going to last and it's going to hit them hard. So I would encourage them to, to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's great to know that they still have that option. And, and this is something, like you said, you know, you're able to guide to them through that process because it, it's overwhelming. I and mean, it's an already scary time and, you know, a lot of families are kind of coming in terms of how am I going to pay this college bill. So you know, knowing that there are options for them, is, is good and reassuring. Um, what about financial aid offices? Have you had any interactions with financial aid offices, experiences with them? How are, are they handling all of this right now?
2: Yeah. So, <clears throat> The financial aid offices are still open for the most part. Um, they have some maybe limited staffing. But as far as I can tell, you know everything is moving along. There are obviously still um, deadlines happening. Um, I know many schools have extended the deadline for uh, you know the national decision day is typically May first, but many colleges have extended that. Um, same goes for the deposit being due, they've extended that to June 1st. Um, so they, they're they there, they're working. I know that many have limited hours though, they have limited staff. So they are a bit overwhelmed and just obviously just treating the, the social distancing seriously, um, you know, over the next at least month or probably two. So it is difficult to get a hold of someone in a financial aid office, I would say, as far as the appeals process for special circumstance, um, you can certainly try, try calling the financial aid office at the college. Um, You'll probably have to try a couple times, be on hold for a while, or if you send an email, it might be a little while before you hear back, Um, but just keep keep trying um, or look on their website for, Resources to be able to submit information um, on your own, and then you will be waiting probably longer than normal. Um, Typically, that's two to four weeks. I would say plan on four weeks to hear back from a financial aid office based on a a special circumstance appeal.
1: Makes sense, definitely makes sense, especially like you said, if there's limited staffing, you know, making sure that the resources are you know, the, that these, these financial aid staff members are able to to dedicate the amount of time and, and carry to your appeal that, that is necessary. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but as far as you can tell, you know, everything is moving forward as, as planned. Fall semesters are still set to begin and, and run as normal in the fall. So, you know, just working on those appeals or, you know, reaching out if, if they have any questions. You, of course, are a great resource for them if they're unsure. You know, next steps or how their specific situation could be impacted.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If uh, families have you know specific questions on their situation or maybe what's available to them in the short term, um, I can go over those options in more detail. And then the appeals, those are those don't have any set deadlines, so um, those will be available to be submitted anytime over the next few months um, to be able to get aid for the fall semester.
1: That's great. Terry, any other questions for Hope while
0: we've got her? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think that that pretty much covered everything that we had to to talk about today, Um, especially when it comes to appeals. I think appeals are going to be more popular, more prevalent than ever in the next year to try to get more financial aid. So if you're unsure of how to go through with the appeal process, it's something that we can do for you, something we can take care of, and and make the process easy. So, Hope is a master at it, and uh, and she helps families like that every day. So, um, that's really that's all I have to 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 ask today. I think we're we're all set. What do you think, Molly?
1: Yeah, Hope, any any last words of reassurance, I guess, for families who are maybe a little scared or or weary about you know what's next for them?
0: Any ninja tricks? <laughs>
2: know about ninja tricks, but I would just say, don't despair. You're not in this alone. Um, you know, the, every family has their own situation, and colleges are treating them by case, on a case-by-case case basis. Um, so certainly, reach out, see what your options are. It, it never hurts to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well
1: well, as always, if you have any questions for us, for our team, we are accessible on social media. We are accessible by phone. Uh, reach out to us by email, any any way that that you know you prefer. Get in touch with us. If there's anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, let us know of that as well. Um, otherwise, we will see you in two weeks. We're moving to a, a bi-weekly schedule for these podcasts. Um, and as always, thanks for tuning in.
0: All right, that's it. We'll see you next well, two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks, guys. <laughs> Bye.